Hey, everyone, and welcome to We Gotta Talk. If you're new to the show, this is an issues-based podcast for curious people who want to see both sides of the story. I'm Sunny, an Emmy-nominated and AP award-winning TV journalist whose true passion in life is asking questions, talking to literally anyone about really anything. Join me each week as we dig in on one topic from every angle and walk away with a new perspective that just might change your life. Now... Let's talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome to We Gotta Talk, an issues-based podcast where we like to dig deep. I am Sunny. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm really excited for another bonus episode. Okay, so here's the deal. I've been married for 10 years. Weddings are kind of a distant memory at this point. Most of my friends are hitched, have a couple of kids. But the interview that I did today is bringing me back in the best way. To all things wedding, wedding planning, new love, engagement, all the fun stuff that comes along with um, meeting the person of your dreams. So my photographer and good friend, Sydney Marie, just put out a book called Foundry. Now, Foundry is, I want to say it's like an elevated wedding planning guide, but it's really not. It's really not that. It's like a collection of gorgeous wedding photography that also happens to be chock full of really practical, detailed micro tips on how to plan the wedding of your dreams. So essentially what you're getting in this book is um, like a a Pinterest, an amazing Pinterest board come to life with a step-by-step guide on how to plan your own big day. So I'm so excited to speak with Sydney, who, like I said, is not only my photographer that I work with on all of the things that are work-related for me, but she also has a thriving wedding photography business that she's been at for years now. And This book is about to come out, or if you're listening to this podcast, I guess it just came out recently. And um, I have my um, hot little paws on an advanced copy right here, and it's just absolutely amazing. So in this podcast, Sydney and I talk about not only what's different and special about this book, what I think is cool is that this is coming from the perspective of a vendor, like a service provider in the wedding industry. Usually when you're getting wedding planning guides, it's from someone who's outside of the business. What's really cool about Foundry and this whole concept is that you're getting the best information because this is someone whose job it literally is to bring weddings to life and to document things. And she's inside the industry in every way. She's connected with other vendors and other creatives. And so it is just a totally, totally different product than anything else you'll see on the market. It covers everything from what to do right after you get engaged to and through your honeymoon and beyond. So I was so honored to be able to speak with Sydney about this amazing book as it's released. Anything and everything we mention in the episode, of course, we'll put into show notes. She talks about some great um, wedding videographers that she has worked with and um, are amazing. And so we'll link all of that for you. We share fun wedding stories. We I swap some wedding stories of my own with her and the one big regret I have about our wedding 10 years ago and I may or may not be a little bit salty when it comes to what happened on my wedding day, at least with regards to one particular thing. So anyway, enjoy this interview. Sydney is a delight. Please do check her out at Sydney Marie Photography on Instagram and at Foundry. Um, She'll give you the handle as we get into um, the end part of the episodes, but I believe it's Foundry Wedding Guide. She's amazing. Enjoy the interview. We'll talk on the flip side. This feels weird because when we work together, you're always the one guiding me. Guiding you. And now it kind of feels fun. Um, Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of We Gotta Talk You Heard in the Intro. I am so excited about today's guest who happens to be a friend, a co-worker, and someone that I've worked with. Gosh, I was trying to like calculate this. Has it been five years? Five years, yeah. And I started out really young, so I think... I was like 19. Oh my god. 20. So here's the here's let me set <laughs> the baby. scene for you, right? So I had just had Cecilia. She was 6 months. And I was like I need some really cute holiday pictures. I don't know how I found I think I found you on Instagram yeah, or I somehow I found, someone gave me your name and I was like, yeah, let's have her out. So Sydney comes out to my house. It's total just shit show as always, like circus film. She brings us out onto the golf course near the house and gets the most amazing, natural, gorgeous Christmas. Oh my God. Still some of my favorites. I was like, wait, how old are you? And she's like this tiny, tiny. (laughs) cute little thing. I'm like, oh my God. Like when I was your age, I was like, I don't know, doing like shots at a fraternity. Like, what (laughs) What are you doing? You're so professional. Um, So how long have you been doing photography? 
It's been about seven years. So okay. I started when I was like 17, 18, very early on. Um, and then got into like the wedding industry. So that's like more of where I'm where I'm at now. Um, I think at 20 years old. So when wow. we met, yeah, I was doing a lot of like, you know, bloggers mm-hmm. and helping you out, content building at right. the same time of trying to build a you business. Know, wedding, right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of her content, if you guys go on Instagram, you'll see, I mean, just the most gorgeous wedding um, photography Thank ever you. from engagement <laughs> through I do and sometimes beyond, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely beyond. I, I like to be there. First, the babies, the yes. you know, the family oh moments. God. I really love to see. I've seen so many people just grow into beautiful families. It's like it's very cool. I feel a, a my kids industry. even feel a real attachment to you. That's great. I mean, yeah, <laughs> like you come. Yeah, I mean, they come over. They're like, I mean, I, it must be the baby now. She there's one of them. I think it's her. I think it's Cecilia. She's always oh, like yeah. when she sees you, she just looks at you and kind of gives you a little bashful. Like she like oh, wants yeah. to be captured. Now. Oh, she <laughs> really does. She's like embodies you, which is so cool to see from like. Because I, how old was she? I guess she, she was, was six months when you first met her, yeah. and she just turned four. Yeah, so okay, so, four and a half years. Yeah, so seeing her grow. Crazy. grow up to like who she is she like replicates you oh she sees you you know pose for me oh my god so obnoxious it's so I'm like <laughs> <laughs> no, it's because so cute. well you I know how it. awkward I am in front of a camera it's just really not my space mm-hmm. so you have so kindly coached me through and anytime someone says it's a nice photo I'm always like because Sydney <laughs> pretty much came over and placed every <laughs> part of my the body chin, the hair, everything. Yeah. she's like now do your little fake giggle and I'm like hey. yeah. no I, it turns out great you're magic time. yeah so when when, when you gave me this gorgeous book, Foundry, to check out, I mean, I'm familiar with your imagery, but mm-hmm. even I was blown away with oh, the quality. You. Yes, Sydney, this book is amazing. So thank as you. you guys heard in the intro, this is, I mean, I want to call it a wedding planning guide, but it's an elevated form of that. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's like a planning experience mm-hmm. almost. So when you, and, and I, I'll show this on my Instagram when this um, episode comes out. So when you get this, you're not only getting really practical kind of step-by-step advice on wedding planning, but your gorgeous photography too, which Thanks. it's like someone's <laughs> Pinterest just exploded. Right. That's what we wanted it to be. That makes me so happy that you say that because we wanted an elevated version. It's an experience. Of wedding. Have you seen wedding planning books? Yeah. They were awful. Fucking awful. <laughs> I like, I mean, say. I've been married 10 years now. Do you know how far the wedding industry has come? I was going like, to say. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I, don't, I have not a, nary a picture of my engagement. Yeah. Which is right. heartbreaking exactly. to exactly. me. And I think I found you know, being in the industry at least for seven years, which is not that long. Um, but I found that gap too of like, okay, w- we're just throwing out these books. We're, thro- we're throwing out the time, the engagement season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're only thinking about the wedding day, which there's so many things. Like I feel like the engagement season is, is filled with so much emotion and excitement. And, you know, we wanted to focus on that mm-hmm. in this book so that you can put it in your home and place it in your home. And it's it's a something to remember, like a, a time to remember. So yeah, it's it's something that could and would and will in my house sit out beyond. Good. I mean, I'm not planning <laughs> a wedding. Knock on wood. Hopefully, anytime soon. But it it's um it's it's just an elevated like experience to look at this book and your photography yeah, is just astounding. Awesome. So when when someone picks this up, what do you feel is going to be different about buying this rather than the traditional, you know, one, two, three, here's what you have to do mm-hmm. to get married? Yeah. So we actually talked about this before we pressed play. Um, but I think it's a lot of the experience. You know, we talked about the engagement experience. Mm-hmm. We've talked about your engagement a little bit um, and your wedding day. I know we've talked about that a few times mm-hmm. in our and just our conversation as friends too. Um, but we're focused on that and we want to, you know, give our tips because I am a photographer, I am a vendor. So you're coming from this perspective of someone who's done 150 plus weddings at wow. this point. And you're only 25. This right, is bonkers right. So to I've me. seen I've You've seen, seen a it lot. All. Right. I've and and every all. step, like you said, you're seeing engagement right. through planning. I'm sure there's multiple opportunities for yeah. your involvement as a vendor through you yeah. know, engagement. Um what are they called? Showers. Oh my god. Yeah. So far. It, Wedding day, showers everything. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you learned about like why make this book? I know it feels fills a spot because it's from a vendor's perspective, but um why what did you want to give the person who's picking this book up inspiration mm-hmm. um i know there's i i don't want to give anybody the idea that this is just a photography book cuz it's not it's mm-hmm. it's actually very 
detailed. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very micro. Like you are getting into everything from budgeting to vision boarding to Pinterest to planning your honeymoon. I mean, it is detail oriented. But what do you hope someone gets when they open this versus anything else out there? Right. Well, that's again where where I came from, you know, last year. This has been in the works for like, I guess a year and a half now. And my boyfriend's um, family members were getting engaged and I wanted to give them something. And I was like, what can I give them that doesn't have the Mr. and Mrs. Mm-hmm. or doesn't have, you know, the monogrammed blah, blah, blah. Bathrobes. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> which is, you know, a common gift. Right. I wanted something so different and something helpful, like an actual resource that they can go to to be like, OK, I'm having this issue with with budget. I don't know what to do and flip to that chapter and be able to start there and not have to read, you know, 50 different pages to get to where you're at. We Mm -hmm. wanted to break it up so that people can just flip to, the couple can just flip to whatever they may be struggling with or what Mm -hmm. they need help with and go right from there. Let's go over some of the chapters that are here. Um, You have philosophy, Mm -hmm. um, uh, you have your newlywed or your newlywed season or your nearly wed, Mm -hmm. I can't say that right, nearly wed season, right? When you're just (laughs) engaged, you go through guest list, you go through Mm -hmm. budgeting, you go through venue. You even have a specific, I love this um, whole chapter dedicated to destination weddings and Mm -hmm. the things you're going to want to do differently if you're playing outside of your hometown. Right. Yes. So, and, and then- Okay, this is this is where I too, as a you know, as a consumer, even though I'm beyond it, but approaching it from the outside angle, thought it was great. Is that you spend a lot of time helping people find their vibe, like in this book, or or honing in on how their wedding should feel to them, mm-hmm. which is something that at least when the industry was alive and kicking ten years ago was so much less of a focus. And I really right. wish it weren't. We were able to express ourselves only through okay, what kind of dress do you want? Like how do yeah. you? And even then, the options weren't as much. Um, you know, and then you go into a traditional venue and you have to pick from a certain list of colors. Right. What you did with mm-hmm. Foundry was so interesting because you're encouraging people to have a creative approach to their wedding, which right. is awesome. Was that right. inspired by your sort of um, talent with visuals? Like, did you come at it this from okay? When I'm working with someone, I want them to have like the most gorgeous wedding pictures. So here's what I tell them to find right. their vibe. It does kind of come from that. And it comes from a lot of the questions I always asked my couples and the resources that I would give them. It seemed like they had a lot of questions for me. And I was like, where, how are we not, how, how, we, how have we not answered these questions What were they yet? asking? Um, a lot of the things that I like to discuss with my couples um, – And one of the questions I like to ask is, what are your priorities for the weekend? Or what are your priorities for the day? And this always makes everybody think. This is something I ask in like my initial consultations. And people are like, wait, I don't know. And Mm -hmm. that's something to talk about with your partner or or what I recommend to talk about with your partner in the very beginning. Like, what do we, how do we want to feel? Are are we really, you know, do we want to have our aesthetic you know, spaced out through this venue or through the entire process? Or are we more focused on, you know, photos of the two of us or spending time with family or having, you know, our grandparents there? These people are really important to me. So really like detailing that for yourself and Mm -hmm. understanding, okay, this is what's important. Everything comes with that. Like your budget will shift to that. Mm -hmm. Your your personalities, your the, the relationships you have with people will help you get to that point, to mm-hmm. that day. And hopefully, you know, what we talk about in this book a lot um, is about the relationships and keeping those friendships, hopefully keeping the the, the great relationships with your family um, because we have seen the opposite. Tell We've me more. What have you seen happen? <laughs> so, well, especially when it comes to budget, I feel like yeah. it's a tough – conversation. I mean, money is just a tough conversation in general. Um, I've seen friends and couples really put a wedge between them and their parents Mm -hmm. or, you know, whoever's wanting to help out. Um, Because why? The money's coming with conditions or because they're saying it's not enough or what? Right. That is one thing we discuss is that you should not ever, at least in this beginning process, it's not cash. You know, expect that there is going to be, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you X amount, but I also want blank. Mm-hmm. So talking about that again with your partner, understanding, okay, this is what's important to us. Does that match with our with our vision? Right. Does that, do or we else really don't take that? the money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And that really tends to save 
relationships. Um, on I've heard so many crazy stories uh, about um, bridesmaids. And, Give us one. And <laughs> Give us one. Give us some the drama. Tea, tea. Um, <laughs> it's a lot with like bachelorette parties, I feel like. I've heard this multiple times that, you know, um, you want to invite all of your friends. You want to go to this cool place. You want, you know, all of these things are important to you that you possibly might push away some of your friends because of the budget Mm -hmm. because you haven't had that discussion with them okay what's it what's important to you this is important to me how can we make this happen and if not that's okay that okay we need to dig into this because everybody can relate even if you're not yet a bride most likely you can relate to the bridesmaid experience right so we've all been invited to things and Either it's way out of our budget, like mm-hmm. when you're, you know, I remember being invited to things as a 23-year-old and I was like, yeah. I don't have any money. Or, you know, as you get older, it's like, it's it's hard for me to schedule time away, you know. Right. So yeah, how exactly. do you suggest like brides have that conversation with people? Because they want them present at these big moments, mm-hmm. like the showers, the bachelorette parties, but can often feel like a financial strain on the people being invited. So what's like yeah. a, a generous and sort of gracious way as the bride that you advise them to have that conversation to, you know, let them know they're wanted, but they understand if it's a big ass. Oh yeah. This is, this is a great question because the, my designer and ghostwriter, Athena copy, we talked about this a lot. Um, unfortunately she had some, you know, issues. I've had issues with that too. We've all had these, like, you know, it's hard to keep those friendships when money is involved mm-hmm. um especially when something is out of reach so the one thing we really talked about and what we both said would have been helpful in this situation um was at the initial point of asking you know your friends to be your in your party mm-hmm. like by your side also putting into your note or into your gift however you're asking them like hey here's what i'm you know here's here's my vision and here's what i'm wanting but I don't want to put the pressure on you. Mm-hmm. So don't feel like you have to come to everything. You have to buy that specific dress. You have to right. come to the specific, every single event. I, I am not asking you to take off X amount of work because mm-hmm. I understand that this might not be possible for you and that's okay. I will not put that pressure on you. Um, so having that initial conversation, even if it's in a no, I know everybody mm-hmm. kind of does their own thing, you know, asking their friends to be a part of their bridal party, but starting out that way, that makes keeps, so much sense. Right. Keeps that relationship healthy at the very beginning and open to that conversation too, of like your friends will be comfortable saying, Hey, this probably isn't best it's, for me to do this right now. Amazing. And that's okay. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? I love that you say have that conversation at the outset because it relieves that person of the burden of feeling like the mm-hmm. bad guy for being like, listen, mm-hmm. I can't go to Mexico for your bachelorette party, but right. I can stand next to you and take two days off of work for Absolutely, the actual, yeah. you know? So I love that. I mean, it's just, it, it's crazy because, and I, I like to think it's it's evolving for the better, but like this phrase keeps coming to mind. Um, Jackie Schimmel from the Bitch Bibles, Bitch Bible always <laughs> brides are terrorists. It's it's true. Like there's yeah. not all of them. None that I know. Of right. Course, anyone listening that I know, no. Right. Um, and we but, wanted to talk about. We wanted to step away from that type of yes. like that stereotype. image. Right. Right. And and you don't. I feel like I was not like that. I feel like most people mm-hmm. I know were not like that. But it it is hard because society builds up. I was never a girl who dreamed of my wedding, so maybe mm-hmm. this is why it doesn't resonate in the same way. But society does build us up to this point where this is supposed to be mm-hmm. the biggest moment of our lives and the Especially day that you're going to feel the best. Women. I for think women. it is a lot yes. of pressure on women. And when you, when you take that burden off of yourself and you realize, um, this is just one day mm-hmm. in a string of many amazing days you're going to have in your life. Yes, right, you have a better, exactly. more expensive dress on. But taking that pressure off of yourself. Yeah. Do you remember like maybe like one or two – things that were didn't go like maybe the way you planned or something that you remember that you're like this was horrific (laughs) yeah you know it was horrific oh my god i could cry just thinking about this oh my god i'm so emotional today i play my hormones but i think about self time my wedding planner lost my veil my gorgeous Oh my god! Seven hundred dollar. Not that price matters, but it was very overly expensive because this is one thing I wanted to pass on to my daughters. It was this gorgeous lace trimmed, and she (gasps) fucking Sydney. I could. I feel like I'm like. I literally could just. (gasps) 
I could just cry. Mm. So we went. So after the wedding. After the wedding. So we had the ceremony at a nearby church. We came back. Mm -hmm. So we had a traditional, like, we got married at a Catholic church, came Mm -hmm. to um, the hotel venue, and we were getting ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. But it was there in this little get ready room. So I was taking off my um, veil and restyling my hair. It did not change dresses or anything. It wasn't that bad of a bride. (laughs) Not that you're bad if you do that, but I didn't really care. Kept the same dress. Added a little belt, took my hair down, set my veil on a table, and it never appeared again. And oh I, it, it devastates me not because of the money, although the money is a huge factor. Mm. It's the it's inability I have, mm-hmm. yeah, to pass on an mm-hmm. actual tactile item to my kids except the dress. But who's going to want to yeah. wear a disco 2011 dress when it's well, you 2034? Never know this, uh... <laughs> That's true. You never but, know. Yeah, so I wish I would have as a bride um, – taken more ownership over mm-hmm. who I let handle important things. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. had the opposite problem. A lot of brides are very um, specific in their what they want. I was not. I was overly lax. And I really regret not being more active in that day and mm-hmm. making sure that in the absence of a responsible planner, that someone else would back up and take a sweep through that room and make sure. Right. And just, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. would say, and you know what? Articulating my vision. Like I... I look at this book and I think, my God, how differently I would do things with the brain that I have now. I would have, mm-hmm. um, I would not have asked for more in 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 material in a material way, but I would have been more specific in my vision. You know, this is the kind of dress I imagine, and maybe <clears throat> I spend another week looking for it or month right. looking for it rather than settle in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, I I always tell people they get engaged like. Try on dresses for as long as you can humanly possible do it. You will never do that again in your life. You'll never have the experience, you know, of bringing your family members with you to the boutique. So I would have owned more of the process. I was Mm -hmm. so incredibly lax and I was working full time and super busy and on a weird schedule and I could blame it on a thousand different things. But I will encourage my daughters and my son too, I mean, to whatever extent he wants to be involved in his wedding planning, soak it in. Yeah. It's an experience and, Mm -hmm. you know, hopefully you do it once and, um, you know, that's what's great about Foundry is like I'm looking at this and if I were to get this as a bride-to-be, it forces you in the moment. It mm-hmm. it Not only do you have a level of detail about what you should do, but seeing inspiration from other people's gorgeous weddings would have put me in a better mode to be right. like, hey, I can ask for something like this mm-hmm. too. Or what if, um, you know, I did it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you – speaking of these gorgeous pictures, so tell me – these come from all of the weddings you've shot. All of the photography is – yours yes, in this mine. book. Um, is there one that really stands out to you or one experience as you look back on the 150 plus weddings you've oh, done that was like the most like craziest or or most coolest venue or yes I have one that I can think of it's all the way in the back of the book they're gonna hate me for saying this because she's gonna listen to this <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna say why um so you actually just passed it. So you're gonna go it was the black and white photos they're actually some of my favorite photos I've ever taken um, but these are some of my friends. We became friends after, yeah, these. These here. ones here? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're gorgeous. Um, we became friends with them after the wedding, but they um, had their elopement in Winter Park, Florida and made it super simple and beautiful and just to a T, their personalities. And this was during the pandemic too. This was November 2020. So I know, I'm sure a lot of us have heard of micro weddings now right. and, and, you know, elopements and- right. I, I, at that time, saw so many shifts in people that, okay, this isn't for us. Like, we don't, we don't want a big day. We don't really care. We mm-hmm. actually want this. And what they did was um, they went on um, a honeymoon right after, and they actually asked us to come with to document that. Um, oh, my gosh. So it was a great experience for us. This Just, is page 218, know. guys. I'll, 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 in 219 when you get the book. So <laughs> yeah. anyway. But it was a great experience for us, too. It was, it was really awesome. But they – they spent the experience and the money and the investment that they made into this day was them 100%. And now getting to know their personalities more as we've become friends, 100% them. So it's really cool to see and actually gave me a different perspective, even for my own day, one day, like, okay, I don't have to, you know, do what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. And especially being in the industry, there is a lot of pressure, um, when it comes to style and things like that. So I'm like, wow, I really don't have to do that. You don't? I mean, these <laughs> Whatever pictures are... Whatever personalities. Like, I, I would go for it. And so. you can tell looking at these... I mean, you can see happiness in the photos. You yeah. can see that this They're, is... Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, comes that through. was their... So this one on this page, what is the... 219. That's one of their first looks. And if you see their faces, she came out of their apartment building. 
Um, and he was waiting with their car to pick her up to go to the courthouse. And that was a really, so really Why cool I'm moment. Why am I going to cry right now? <laughs> I know. I'm not even like near my period. <laughs> I feel very emotional. <laughs> it was just a really cool experience. Like, what does it they feel were like both to be so, like, so much joy? It was awesome. <gasps> yeah, you can see. What does it feel like to be part of people's day over and over again like that? Like, you're oh, consistently wild. with people on their most exciting days. It's, it's wild to think that because it is a job. So I try to be, I mean, I, I am, I, I pride myself in being very professional and handling situations that may go wrong on mm-hmm. the day. You want to handle those so well because it is their day. They don't have to be involved in any type of mishap. So mm-hmm. if it rains or anything like that, I am always on my A game during the day, but it really is when I'm editing the photos. And when I get to overlook the day again with a different perspective, um, and not with my mind of, okay, it, you know, A, B, and C need to happen. And, you know, mm-hmm. my my rushed mind, um, that's the best part is getting to see all of these amazing moments, especially when it comes to grandparents and parents and, you know, people who may not be around forever mm-hmm. and ever. You have these solidified moments yeah. that you can print, that you can keep forever. You, you can, can hold. Them, right. Exactly. It's very tangible for them. So that's been really special, I think, when it comes to families. Right. Yeah. Right. Is there one trait or thing you notice in all happy brides? Is it the ones that are super good about planning and they, they're relaxed as a result? Is it, you know, the fact that they're just super happy with their partners? Is there like one sort of common thread that you see in all brides or grooms mm-hmm. that, um, whose days are seamless? Yeah. That's a great question. Um, I, I think so. I, when I shoot engagement sessions, I really get an idea of the couple mm-hmm. and their interaction with each other. Um, and that's when I see when they're head over heels for each other. Mm-hmm. That's the best part, I think, and the giddiness mm-hmm. of what's to come. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when they are super in tune with exactly what they're wanting, um, when they like, – like this couple, they really knew what they wanted and they weren't going to budge. Like – we're going to do this. We're going to do this. And this, and they were happy on that day mm-hmm. and throughout the process, I feel like. So um, that's a lot. I think that's a lot of it is just being on the same page with your partner. And, you know, ha- if you want to delegate tasks, like get a Trello and use these like tools, these all, all of these amazing apps that we have now and make sure that you guys are on the same page and, you know, shared calendar. All of these right. things are really helpful to keep your mind at ease and you're mentally right. and uh, physically okay. <laughs> what I mean, because it can be stressful. Yeah, oh my <laughs> planning God, any so type stressful. of event, it can be stressful. I'm planning one right now, and I'm I can barely sleep. So I totally understand. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy what it can be. What are some helpful planning apps? Run us through mm-hmm. um, some things people can download right away. So Trello is a great app. I, I think we've used it before. The two of us. Is that like a social? What is Trello? I know that I've had that app. It's like a a task. Uh, oh yeah delegating okay app. so this is a great way for everybody listening this is a great way to keep all of your contracts in the same place to keep reminders for when deposits are due because i know that can get um, overwhelming overwhelming yeah. if it's all due at once or if you're not keeping track of all of that so um definitely keep track of all those things in a trello board um it also has a great way of breaking each section up so mm-hmm. you can have a section for design and florals you can have a section for photography videography um, planning, you can have a section for all those things. Your, you know, the bash, the bash parties, all mm-hmm. of those things. Um, and you can also add your partner to that. Um, so they see in real time as tasks are completed. Right. You can tasks are completed, or okay. if you need to, you know, hand off a task to your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps a lot with okay. that. Um, and then definitely a shared calendar. Um, there's so many different apps right. for that too, but would definitely recommend a shared calendar just between you and your partner and also your like close-knit circle whoever is helping you out with everything keep everybody on track for all of that you can have all the different colors for them i have one with my partner and it's been so helpful that's (laughs) amazing i'm someone to plan every minute of my day and he's like i want to chill so i need some time to mentally relax right do you pencil that into your calendar oh yeah we have yeah (laughs) so i have to make sure i'm not planning Every single night. Right, right. Because that's not going to be good for the two of us in our right. relationship. So that's a great way to kind of keep all of these consultations and, you know, events and everything to make sure it's not getting jumbled together. Uh, make sure make sure you guys have some 
breathing room. That's a really good idea because (laughs) I do feel like um, most of the fighting or disagreement comes when someone thinks someone else is handling something or Mm -hmm. a date passes and you're like – Yeah, when it's not – why do you do that? Right. When the communication is not clear. Right. So how what advice do you have for people who are deciding what portion of their budget to allocate to the different things? We have florals and decor. Mm-hmm. We have food and cake. We have the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. We have a, maybe another wedding dress or the tux. I mean, like mm-hmm. what how what advice do you give them? Because I would imagine people's priorities are different based on the event that they're envisioning. Definitely. Um, yes, 100%. So, so to start this out, I would – I would recommend um, gathering your vision if that's on Pinterest. You know, keep it really concise. Um, How many pictures is too many pictures on Pinterest for a wedding photographer? Like when you're going through, (laughs) do you need 30 or do you need like 300? So in the book, actually, we had a Pinterest Pinterest marketing person come in and talk to us about that. And we recommend about 50. So having 50 pins, which is not a lot Mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to Pinterest. Pinterest can be overwhelming. So that's why you want to reel that in. Um, and you also want to start looking at um, vendors and just getting an idea of what everything is going to cost first mm-hmm. um, before you jump into, okay, where are we where are we putting the budget? Like so, what is what is important to us? Quick question because I'm envisioning this. Of course, all of that will be contingent on guest list and how many right? people too. Mm-hmm. So is that something you suggest people settle on right off the bat too? what size right. of wedding and an approximate. Because right. if you're going to like, you know, someone in, in catering, they're like, well, how many people? Like, right, so is exactly. that one of the first things yeah. too? That definitely comes within the, the catering uh, part of things. Right. Um, just doing a quick count mm-hmm. is always great. Um, starting out with the guest list pretty soon on is is great. You know, you don't need to write everybody's name down, right. and, you know, everything. But making sure you have a gist of, who, of what you want guest-wise, finding your venue – and catering has a lot to do with that. Right. Um, it's tied so, in so closely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Which then options. all of those things are really easy to do on, on Trello and all of these like different apps, keeping everything in one place and then being able to dive into Instagram mm-hmm. or a lot of people actually find me through Instagram. So I always recommend, you know, looking at Instagram before you hop into Google mm-hmm. because you can really get an idea of uh, a vendor's uh, recent portfolio. Mm-hmm. I post Everything, you know, everything I post is very recent or pretty recent, at least within the year. A lot of my friends post, you know, the day after. Right. Um, You can see people on their stories and talking. So if you feel like you already have a connection with someone just by hearing their voice or by, you know, hearing them just talk to the camera, that's a way to, you know, dive into that too. This person's going to be literally in your dressing room, people. Make sure you like that, you know. my gosh. Especially when it comes to photography. We are, we are like overly involved yeah it's a little wild i I mean it's awesome i I, I remember saying i don't want a photographer i want a documentarian like i want to i we hired someone who had a background in i was like news photography i I literally want you to like just trail us i don't want too many staged pictures but the options now these days are just so much more vast yeah and i and that's one thing that that brings up a good point i i always recommend to hop on a consultation if you can Mm -hmm. if you do have time i know everybody is your schedules might be crazy, but it is really helpful. It is really helpful to send them your Pinterest board, um, not only just to your photographer, videographer. You know, documentation is so important and ha- finding someone who matches your aesthetic and matches, you know, exactly what you're thinking. Like, we want documentation. Some people want post photos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants something different. So you want to make sure that your number one, your vendor can provide that for you and is on the same page with you from the very beginning before you get into contracts before you get into right half the process and you're like oh wait we fit. are not on the same page anymore Has you know that ever I mean? happened to you where you felt like you got into the process and you're like Eat. yeah yeah definitely um yeah unfortunately that's happened and that's because i was young and i booked people over email a lot mm-hmm. And I regret doing that because I think there was maybe one or two people I I didn't mesh with. I Mm -hmm. was not the right fit for them and we made it work. And at the end, the the product was great. I'm always very proud of what I create, but it wasn't exactly what they envisioned. So there was something off. You know what I mean? So now I hop on a consultation with every single person. And sometimes I have to say, you know, I'm not the right fit for you. I think you're going to need someone who's maybe more – detailed or more skilled in this area right right. or really you know skilled in photoshop or skilled in this like i i need to step back because i know what i can provide and maybe that's a little 
over this way to the left and mm-hmm. I'm over over here. So have you seen weddings executed well at every price point? I think there's a mm-hmm. big concern with people as they start to plan like, oh my God, we're literally starting out with no budget. Yeah. Um, oh, I have. Like Especially from, from last year. <laughs> yeah. Tell me Which more. Which has been like, great to what see. What was like the smallest budget wedding that you know of? I know it's mm-hmm. you're not asking people about their personal finances right. probably too closely, but to give us some inspiration because I love what, after looking at these pictures, especially what you're what you're saying about on um, the intimacy of these smaller yeah. things. Um, definitely the elopements. Mm-hmm. I, I shot quite a few elopements last year because people had to downsize. Mm-hmm. Although it was really just a sad time for a lot of couples because you do end up envisioning your day going a certain way for years, sometimes years, right. sometimes 12 to 24 to three years. Um these people had to downsize, but kept their um, kept their priorities in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some amazing at home weddings, like right. at home elopements with just their closest closest family, um, and it turned out beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like seriously, some of my favorite images I've ever shot. And I, you know, I'm not super emotional on a wedding day because I'm so dialed in mm-hmm. <laughs> what on the shot that I need to get like if someone's crying I'm not crying I need to get that shot right it was hard for me to just be calm and collected on those days because it was so intimate mm-hmm. there were so many heightened emotions and I felt like that too like I was wow. I was definitely I feel very like emotional more about days. you as a couple if you get married that way right I mean mm-hmm. it's easy to get distracted on the details yeah. and um you know, not necessarily that if you have a big wedding, it's a it's a fake relationship. I don't want to say that, but right. you know, when when you make it happen with true emotion and intimacy, like I'm hearing you describe, it almost feels like a a more powerful experience mm-hmm. in a lot of ways because you're oh, focused yes. on what matters. Yeah, yeah, which is the people. I, and a lot of people um, did their like vows and really put so much time in, like, in the again, like the emotions are really there. They're not. Mm-hmm. stressed out a lot of right. I, I at least what i've seen a lot of people maybe write their vows the night before they're stressed a lot is happening people are in the room things are you know things need to be done right so sometimes it does get rushed um but those were probably the best vows i've ever heard because they were truly like in the moment for days like uh, it was just great it was really cool to see I yeah i like see video of these weddings now. yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, they. I think it was really only photography. A lot yeah. of these uh, smaller weddings, I, right. it was just photography. Again, because you know the budgets may have sure dropped a little bit. But let's talk about that too. Practically speaking, I personally found video to be an awesome investment because mm-hmm. it was something we could. Um, it's a multi-sensory sort of experience of the day. You got the music and the sounds and the pictures. Um, how do you advise people who are planning to decide what portion of their budget goes where when it comes to like video versus just photos versus both? Right. So um, I would say documentation in general, at least from what I've seen, is about 10% to 15% of the entire budget. Mm-hmm. Now, this is just general. Some people go over that. Some people go under that. Mm-hmm. And it depends on, you know, what, how they see documentation. Right. Right. Um, when it comes to photo and video, usually it's a, a like a half and half, um, depending, again, right. on the videographer that you get. I always uh, recommend people. I recommend the people who are who work well with me, um, who see – the couples the way I see them. Mm-hmm. It's not just a job. It's who they are. And I like to document that. And I like to have someone beside me who thinks the same way. Who gets it. I know who and you're it, thinking of locally. Who are you thinking oh, of yeah. locally? <laughs> I don't know. Who are you? Th- some, some great people. I think you might have met Josh. Josh I think Best. Worked, yeah. yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. 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 Josh Seen their is great. Work, I've worked him with them um, a few times and I love working with them. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of just a few other people. Fox Grove Films. This is, you know, you can look them up on Instagram. Um, Lupinek, uh, productions. I've worked with them a lot. And then Colin Goodman is actually in Jacksonville, but he travels a lot. And okay. he actually I'll have you send filmed, me those. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I okay, can. I'll put yeah. them in show notes. A lot of, I've worked with all of them and they, they truly care about the couple, um, and about the timeline. Mm-hmm. When you get into timeline, <laughs> uh, talks, that's never fun, but it really takes up a lot of the time. I mean, 
portraits, yeah. bridal, you know, if you do this big thing, it's going to take an hour to an hour and a half. Now mm-hmm. you don't want to, you know, push that to where you're now you're worried about your guests that mm-hmm. are waiting for two hours rather than an hour, like you said, right. or, or, um, pushing the ceremony back. Like you really have to plan out the timeline to a T. I'm right. all about a timeline. Um, and the videographers that I work with, work seamlessly with photographers so that you are on time and you're Mm -hmm. not taking up 20 minutes for just one little detail or something like that. So So say someone out there just got engaged or recently did, what is like one of the first action items we need to be taking? Um, One of the first things we need to be considering planning for? Mm -hmm. So what we talk about in the book, which I really love that we did this in the very first chapter, um, we suggest to like go on a mini trip or to take a step away from everything first Love that. that's the number one thing even if it's just a day or a weekend that you can just spend at home together or you know a quick trip away to spend it together and understand okay here's what this is what we're doing this for mm-hmm. and that way you can figure out what's important to you before you jump into everybody's opinions everybody wanting to know you know when's the wedding when's the kids when's the you know answering all these crazy questions um and you know bringing your whole family into it too so making sure you guys have you know time to yourself first um is something i would really recommend um and then you know jump into it there um just in basic planning Usually uh, vendors recommend to have your venue first and then either your planner or photographer second. Always recommend having a planner if you can, mm-hmm. even if it's just a month co- coordination. Um, always great to have that. So those three vendors typically get booked up uh, within a year, within so a year or two years. planner? Mm-hmm. Venue, planner, venue and, and photographer. Photographer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So those are the first people we want to reach out to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Have you seen people pull – like what's the quickest timeline you've seen people pull off a wedding? Like besides the elopements. I mean because I've – well, maybe those were in planning for a while too. Yeah. I've had friends. I shot one wedding out of state and I'm – again, I'm friends with this couple now. So they'll probably laugh at this and be like, oh my gosh, because we talk about this a lot. But they put together their wedding in I think three months. What? Mm -hmm. How many people were there? We just talked about this last weekend. I think like a hundred and something wow an out-of-town yeah. wedding it was out of town for me yeah um, okay. so they had me fly in but yeah that was that was the quickest i've ever seen like we had her call it at three months and she was like so this is the plan i was like what <laughs> what is happening what are you talking about yeah but so here's my question though did so it work out because she was really organized because the planner was really organized did she was she doing all right. the things that you're talking about in this book was it because of that or was it just like they made it work, I think. I think a lot of it was um, – because we just talked about this last weekend. But I think a lot of it was, like, their, um, their like, rent, you know, the, the apartment that they were living in, they were going to shift the apartment at that mm-hmm. right time and everything. So putting it all together, she was also in the industry, which really helped. She was in the wedding industry. So I think, you know, even contacting me, I knew of her. We knew mm-hmm. of each other from Instagram. So – it was very relaxed and e- quick and right. quick and easy to like get me over there. Right. Um, so yeah, I think that they did a great job. Now she has said to to me at least that she would have loved to try on more dresses and yeah. would have liked to have that mm-hmm. time to see what else is out there, especially right. with what she's seen now, especially because she is a, an amazing videographer. They're amazing videographers, but they've been all over the world to wow. photograph and, and uh, document weddings. So now they're like, wait a second. <laughs> I know. It's like <laughs> FOMO. I mean, you <laughs> exactly. can think that you have, like, I really liked my wedding. I think it was wonderful. But now I look back and like, I'm like, wait. oh, my God, here's what I would have done differently. You know, retrospect, yeah, exactly. right? Hindsight. Um, what did we miss? Because I want people to get the book. I don't want to get into too many details mm-hmm. that you're going to cover here because I cannot stress, guys, enough how um, not only beautiful but practical this is too. So mm-hmm. typically on the market, you have – your straight up planners that look like, you know, a weekly planner, like mm-hmm. a steno notebook, or you have just your photography inspiration. But this is really a combination of both. Right. Um, let's pull out one more section that you're really proud of in the book that we can discuss. Sure. And then we'll direct people to where to get it. 
Hmm, you want to look at it? Little you want question. some re-inspiration? I know, I'm like, what, what do I talk about? Um, let's talk about the honeymoon stuff. Can we discuss that? Say. There's a very detailed guide in the back, and you right. brought in um, – a special sort of guest mm-hmm. collaborator. So we collaborated with Candorlux Travels. That is their Instagram handle. You can find them. And they're a husband and wife team. And honestly, they are amazing. The way they talk about travel is just like, it's like wonderless. Like you want to like listen to them talk <laughs> about all of these things because they are just amazing. So we collaborated with them um, and they actually created, I believe, three mini moons and three honeymoons depending on your personalities. So if you're artsy, if you're more of a foodie, if you like to be busy, if you like to relax, they have built out six different experiences. And do you pick by location or personality type? Like how do they have it set up? They pick by personality. So you'll see kind of that we have kind of like a section to where you can kind of figure out who you are Mm -hmm. as a couple and how you travel and then go into these suggestions. I love um, that because that is how you lead off everything. Are you a beach person? Are you a mountains person? Right. Are you, you know, a city person or a country? You know, that's how so many vacations are determined. So right. why not start And there? I would definitely recommend too. I mean, you can always contact them, but I would recommend finding a travel agent to make it exactly what you want. Yeah. Um, okay. So you don't think we should be trying to plan this wonderful day and on top of that, trying to plan the perfect honeymoon. So it is a lot. Delegate if you can. Right. It is a lot. But here's plan. my question. Is there, are, are there reasonable price points for that kind of stuff? on every uh, sort of range of the budget because I think people are thinking, oh my gosh, I have to pay for a whole wedding and then I have to pay on top of that. exactly. That is what we uh, put in that – in the book as well, in that section. The mini moons Mm -hmm. um, have a specific budget range and then the honeymoons are a little more splurge. Mm -hmm. So there are ways to reel in some some spots. Mm -hmm. And if you want to splurge in some spots – we have some options for that too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can we round out with any crazy bridezilla stories? Can you just oh give God. us some tea? Is there anything like, <laughs> I mean, not even bad, maybe like crazy <gasps> things that have happened. Crazy like has anyone ever things. stood up when you were shooting a wedding? And mm. like, if anyone speak now or forever hold your peace, have you ever? Thank God. No, <laughs> that is. I feel like great. that only happens in the movies. Probably. No, I don't think so. I think I've heard a lot of crazier stories than I've been through. Thank God I haven't, had to deal with too many um uh I, some of them are just i uns, i unspoken i cannot talk you about cannot, them again oh no. because i get so triggered um uh, some <laughs> of them um i have had uh groomsmen drop their mics or groomsmen go on for like 10 minute Ugh. speeches that's a killer oh my god those so bad. are a Read little rough yeah mm-hmm. those are a little rough um we've had i had one hour speech one time stop it that's not sydney a joke. no that's Where not is a joke um wait why him or her was it a bridesmaid it was or a, a groomsman it was a father mm-hmm. oh well i feel kind of bad for making fun of him but that's bad right. how it, do you not know that right. that's way too it long. is like what very, was everybody doing by the end of it i have I, we like, were kind of like panicking a little bit, <laughs> especially for video and photography, especially for video. Um, How do you cut that up? Right. To cut it up or t- to make sure that you have the equipment for that, like the battery life. Oh, my god! <laughs> a lot of that is like, that. yeah. So we kind of like started to panic for that. There's certain things that a lot of people don't think about that as a photographer, you have to have that in the mm-hmm. back of your mind. Like, okay, if this happens, mm-hmm. what what's going to happen? I've also had a camera... Um, a flash break on me before. I've had equipment break. Um, that's another thing you should ask your photographer. Make sure they have backup oh, equipment. That's really, I smart. always bring backup equipment. Have your videographers bring that because it has happened. I've had oh. cards corrupt on day of, and photos are it's like a, such a bad omen. Right, photos say. are you know technically lost, but if you have those backups, I had another backup card in there. Mm-hmm. Um. So everything was fine. So it wow, it is possible. It's really possible. I've actually heard a lot of sad stories of you know photos being Ugh, lost, and it you know it just it, sometimes it happens. Like yeah, sometimes it just happens. It's really sad. Okay, well that's um, a good practical tip. Yeah, yeah. And don't talk for an hour. Them. The <laughs> longest speech we ever heard. Andrew really, and I went to a know, wedding and it was twenty minutes, you. and I was like, "Can no one like pull the mic cord or like yeah. trip it? Like something." something Everybody happened. was like, "Yeah, no. I think the." DJ was like trying to grab the like, oh my like, god we're like hey my guy like we gotta we gotta end yeah. this out like An our hour. catering is it's waiting it's waiting oh the food gosh. is waiting yeah 
That's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Okay. Just a lot of like crazy little things like that. But, oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, your book is gorgeous. <laughs> Thank you. You're gorgeous. Your work is gorgeous. I'm so Thank proud of you. you. I cannot believe um, just how successful you have, Thanks. how much success you've had already as like a young, young person. So you. actually, you know, let's round out with that question. As I put the question prompt out, I had someone ask um, at last check how you balance um, having this career that's very demanding creatively and practically with a personal life. So do you want to oh, answer wow, that? Oh, wow. That's a great question. <laughs> um, I have struggled with that for a long time because I'm a workaholic. Mm. <laughs> um, but I think we were just talking about it, um, making sure that like my partner and I are on the same page when it comes to those things. Mm-hmm making sure he's prepared for me to, you know, with this book, <laughs> it was a lot of effort. It was a lot of tears, happy, sad. Tears. It was a lot. It was a lot. It's like a baby. Too. You're like, it is. It de- is making and delivering something into the world. Right. It is. And it's very personal to me. Right. Like it is me. Like it is in you. a book really. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, to make sure that, you know, my, I'm, am taking time away from this because it can get overwhelming. Um, and then also being able to do these like little sprints. I think that's the way I work best is doing sprints and then taking time away. So I've had to learn. I had to learn just how I work as an entrepreneur. But I feel like everybody has to do that. Yeah. It's <laughs> Even a- if you're not an entrepreneur. But being an entrepreneur, we don't have anyone to tell us what to do. So it's a lot. You it's could go overboard. Bad. Yeah. Very fast, I feel like. But I can't I'm sure you feel the see. same way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I have literally no one reigning me. Right. <laughs> I had a reading with an astrologer and she's like, yeah, you're all air. You need yeah. someone to you pull you some- down to ground. <laughs> I was like, I, I need some anger in my life. Um that's awesome. So I cannot wait to see your wedding one day, you know, oh, not thanks. to like put any pressure on Nick or anything. But <laughs> no pressure, I, no pressure. No whatsoever. pressure at all. But I truly can't wait. Tell awesome. everybody where we can find the book and where we can sure. find you. So my Instagram is at uh, Cindy Marie Photography and the book's Instagram is at uh, Foundry Wedding Guide. And that's it. And this is mm-hmm. an account and like a resource you'll continue to update, right? So what do people get when they go to the Foundry Instagram? Definitely. Um, right now we are focusing on the pre-launch or the the uh, pre-sale. Right. Um, but as we get into it, we really hope to um, set up a podcast or something that is a little bit more of a of a branch right. off the book, if that Absolutely. makes sense. So we are really working on that. And where do we get the book now? Just through – connect through Instagram. Yes. So okay. it is pre – it's going on pre-sale on August 18th. Um, so from there, you can pre-order the book. Um, and then we'll be shipping out, I believe, end of September. Awesome. So. At Foundry mm-hmm. Wedding Guide. Foundrywedding.com is, is okay. the um, – is the website. So perfect. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Sydney. This was fun. Yes, it really was. Yay. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to that episode. Sydney is just amazing. I cannot encourage you um, strongly enough to go follow along on her uh, professional and foundry account. You heard her mention them, Sydney Marie Photography and Foundry Wedding Guide. Tons of inspiration. If you know a bride to be, a groom to be, anyone who's looking to get Um, inspiration and just practical advice on like what to do next to plan an amazing wedding, send them over there. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of We Gotta Talk. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and follow along on Instagram at Sunny Abata, S-O-N-N-I-A-B-A-T-T-A. All of the latest blog posts are at wegotatalk.com slash blog. 